Yo, well, yeah, my boy. That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic ish and more. Yo, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic ish and more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doing past political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit. Like, Mark Ali mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. To be honest with you, a record deal ain't shit but a loan, to be honest with you. And you, this is why artists sign these deals, and sometimes they flop because they'll take a million-dollar deal. And like I said, by the time you even taxes come out, you left with like five, six hundred thousand out of that million. And by the time you pay your, your you know, you really got no money for real. You gotta you gotta use that money to make more money. What what happens is people blow that money. And the label shit until they recoup their million plus whatever else they want. Thanks. So we ain't about to really do too much. I mean, you can move around like how you need, but until you pay them back, that's when they say, nope, you can't put no more music out. You can't do anything else until you pay us our money. Right. So that's why I'm like, you know, a deal is good if you got what it takes, but sometimes you got to weigh it out too and see, do I really want to do that? Me personally, I would consider it. Because I feel like I know how to take advantage of opportunities like that, but some people don't. That's why we need artist development. You know what I mean? So No, I agree, bro. It's like the people that get get in them situations and get taken advantage of, either A, they never did they research into the music industry and just was somebody that just got into it real quick mm-hmm. and they just so happened to hit that because it's crazy when you hear people who be like, Man, I've been rapping like two, three months and got on. Versus mm-hmm. somebody who truly done poured into their craft over years, and you know for a fact they good. Yeah, but. that's the frustration I feel like with any artist, like especially me. And it's not even necessarily that um, one is better than the other. Some people just willing to, to take whatever they can get and just deal with it on the back end, and um, and and make it work for them. But some people still fuck up in that process too, and be sitting there two years later wondering why we ain't heard from bro in a while. You know, but like I say, a lot of these just the younger cast, man, I just feel like they need they need artist development. Like y'all young and really honestly dumb as fuck. Like y'all do mad stupid shit all day. And the thing about the labels and the music industry is they don't hold these kids accountable. They be like, Well, that's such and such. He got two point one million followers. Everybody love his music, but you know, y'all letting them do drugs and do yeah. dumb ass. Like you're not you know, protecting your investment. Facts. Yeah, it's like you ain't really protecting your investment, and you got somebody like me that's here, that's well seasoned, that's ready to fucking do something. It'd be like, nah, he ain't got the following that he got. But I'm like, what the fuck they got to do with anything? So we, that's grinding yeah. away. And and the day that I can get myself in the door, I want to change the way the music business do things. No, we we in that time now where you don't have to be good. Oh, but you got 300,000 followers. Exactly. So you got enough people that's, and especially when you got that type of number, and you, the likes, this type of shit kind of reflect that thousands per each one. It's because at this point, you're marketable. You may not yeah. be good, but you marketable. So I can put it. They got to do nothing. You already got a following. All we got to do is give you a few dollars and you take off anyway. Facts. They're going to get somebody to write for you, make your yeah. shit sound good. And then now you get all these other endorsements because they just want to hop on that wave of well, shit. You but you know they got they got way more it, with, with artists out there today, especially on that bigger stage. They got more landmines to watch out for too, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? L- look at the baby right now. You know what I'm saying? But My, he we gonna talk about him later. Too. Yeah, like, he fucking tweet. Yeah, 
but you know that. But you got to think about it. Like fifteen years ago, a rapper can say what the hell they wanted. They to say. wanted to. This this well, you know, even now, even though people out there they they out there and they got this mass following, just as much as they can get a mass following, one word can make it go all the way. Yeah, and I, I hate cancel culture. Yeah, because especially when they be digging up shit that yeah. was in your life 10, 15 years ago. I'm like, only time I be agreeing, only time I be agreeing with it would it be that like blatant ass racist shit. Because I'm well, like, that too. it ain't too. You ain't that far removed from that shit. But me saying something goofy when I was fucking eleven shouldn't be held against me when I'm fucking thirty. Like if I'm thirty five or something right. rapping, like bro. I was a stupid ass kid. You mean to tell me you ain't say nothing stupid as a kid? And why are y'all going? Who got the time to be going that far back into your page to see what you was talking about back 10, 15 years ago? You know, but because it, it's some serious haters out here, man. Yeah. Like, I, and I, I look at it as every time you get on top, every time mm-hmm. you do something to get, become the champion, Ric Flair said to be the man, you got to beat the man. Right? Yeah, damn right. And since you gotta, if that's the real thing, motherfuckers gonna do whatever they can do to beat you, whether it's the honest way or the or, or, or the easy way. Right. So mm-hmm. if I if I can take you down and I ain't even gotta go up against you, I can let Joe Blow over here take you out from some shit that he went and found from ten years ago. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. say nothing, whether I agree or disagree. Yeah. Who gonna take that spot now? Me, cause I'm next up. Everybody be with the cancel culture. Especially when you got niggas like the baby, like the baby is a nigga, like mm. full flesh. He, full flesh, he carry himself as like, bro, I'm a nigga. And yeah, so, yeah. Niggas yeah. don't bite their tongue. Now, what, I feel like everybody got freedom of speech. Say what you want to. Yeah. I heard the shit you said. Yeah. The shit was so fucking off the wall and random. It was like, bro, why did you say that shit to get the? Talk about you got AIDS or something. Get bro, the money. Yeah, yeah. So cool. I'm a here's my he my stupid dumb a drove person this week. If, like, if you don't know from the Lou drove me and you extra stupid. And he he went in there and said like, uh, put your light like put your cell phone lights up. If you ain't got no STDs, HIV or AIDS, and go die the next two three weeks. Put your lights up. If you a woman and your pussy clean or some shit like that, and then put your put your lighters up. If you ain't a man that was sucking dick in the parking lot right before man, the show started, I'm like, bro, what? what? Like, like, dude said it, it's and like, it was all you can say is, nigga, what? Yeah, that's how he kicked off his rolling loud performance, the baby. Man. Like, bro, that was, was your like, first thought to you, go on there. What's so crazy though, like. Depending on what it is, like all publicity, they say bad or good is still good publicity. But I don't know. I've always been the type of artist that I gave a fuck about the shit that I said. I just don't care about if it's good or bad publicity. Even if I said, fuck you and your mama, and it gave me a million followers, was it really worth it? Because at the end of the day, it's out there now. You know what I mean? I I, I feel that, bro. Exactly. Hell, even as being as random as I am. Did I y'all? still watch my tongue on certain shit because I'm like, bro, I got people that tune into me that's X, Y, and Z or yep. A, B, and C. And it's like, I'll be damned. I'm going to mess out on my money because of a personal thought that didn't need to be said. Exactly. My opinion is my opinion. I don't need to shut. That's, that's the problem with America. People don't need to shut that shit shut, all the time. I, your opinion is yours. Keep it to your damn self. Or amongst <laughs> your circle that's not going to out you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And even with that, you still got to be careful because friends be quick to turn on you. Facts. It's, you know, some some of them people, they be they be close enough to say they was with you, but far enough to run just in case it blow up. Exactly. <laughs> That's a word. Yeah, That's you know. That's a motherfucking word. So look, bro, because we're going to go on a quick commercial break, man. We got some, some, some more tracks from you. Uh, okay. Where can people find information about you, tap into your music and everything like that? Uh, you can follow me anywhere on all social media platforms at Itzel's World. That's I-T-S-Z-E-L-L-S-W-O-R-L-D. And uh, once you get there, all my information is in my bio. You can hit my link tree to hear my latest single. Um, I'm about to update it to where I'm going to put my album in there, too, as well. But I specifically made that for the single. So, okay. um, But it's still in there. You can still find me on there. Follow me. Holler at me on there for sure. Okay. Okay, man, we got to go. Hey, shout out, shout out to it's, my boy, Meech. It's Zell's World. So, I-T-S-Z-E-L-L-S, the world. Yeah, it, yeah. Pop it up a little. Meech 
good comment on this. Yeah. Because do we know the backstory to why he said what he said? I, I don't think we know the backstory, but I think unfortunately in this day and age and, and this in this current culture that we're in, even if it's taken out of context, it's the words that they that people gonna remember. People were, because they, that's what's gonna be the the nail in the coffin is always gonna be every it, the per, like he could have said he could have been jumped before the thing by a bunch of people in the in, with the letters. And he said that as a revenge. But they got the words. They got you recorded saying this. So what even, I, like, unfortunately, I know from being being an educator and a parent, we never get the person who swung first. We always get the, the person who responded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You that When they call your parents because you was fighting, most likely you was defending yourself. But you got that same suspension. Right, you know. So unfortunately, that's how it go, you know. And I, I hope it don't end this career. Mm-hmm. I really don't hope it. End. Shout out to my wife always oh, on the list. Shout out to the missus. <laughs> uh, you know, but it, that's just one of those things. Unfortunately, I think this one, you know, he got people already distancing themselves, taking, taking um. No, they they got they promoting uh, Dua Lipa, I think that whatever her name is. Yeah, they like Elton listen John to. Elton said something. When you get that, when you get that, that's the one, that's the one group of people, right now that you can't say nothing about them. You can't, unfortunately, you, you can't you say cannot. nothing about them. You gotta let you gotta let them be. Yeah, you know you know what it is. <laughs> you yeah. know you, you got said the n word fifty thousand times, but you say something it's, about them, it's over. It's just so crazy though, even now, like like how certain stuff can be if you like you can't just say you can't say certain stuff. Like it's crazy. Like you can say niggas ain't shit though. Like I, I watched this guy try to say Black Lives Matter or something on on uh TikTok and it it wouldn't let him do it. They mm-hmm. said it was inappropriate, but they, they allow like white supremacy, white power, all of that kind of stuff. But anything black they weren't letting it slide. But I just be thinking it's so messed up that the same respect that you know they getting when it comes to black people or so we don't get that same respect you know I, it, it, to, to that same token you know, on, yeah. the bre- on the breakfast club they was talking to the guy who is over instagram like with the uh with the filter or with the uh and, and he was like can can the n-word on there doesn't have a cultural sense uh, like so when they hear it they block it out no matter who says it Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it's if I say it, and somebody look like this said, it, it ain't the same thing. And, and unfortunately, that's the, that's that, that's just the America we live in right now. It, it's working for some people, but not for all. Yeah, sounds like the original words for the Constitution, but we ain't gonna talk about that right now. <laughs> but look, y'all, man, we finna go on a quick commercial break, man. My dog Zellsworth say he gonna kick it with us tonight, man. So we got to. Going to your other video, I told him, not only is he a brother, he's a skater oh, as yeah. well. So, you know, I do my raps. First of all, I'm going to talk about y'all later, but shout out to Skate King for finally opening back up after 50, 11 years. A staple in the community. I haven't been to Skate King since it was either December of 2019 or January 2020 because of COVID. They opened their doors up for the first time today. They did something to the floor. At first, I ain't like it, but after a while around, I was like, all right, I'm cool with it. It's hey, cool. Like, everybody, fir- everybody first fall. I don't think that hump is there no more. On the side. Hey, no, you, hey, hold on. You can. I need to talk to the owner. You no, cannot take out the hump. I there was like too the, many people. Too many people that hurt themselves on that hump. You can't You can't take away our pain. Maybe, maybe I ain't get close enough, but I feel like the hump wasn't there. But I got to go to the morning roll, man. With The way my schedule set up, I'm going to be a morning roll enthusiast. That's my favorite session, period. So, man. While we getting in the skate, man, I got one more video for us tonight. My dog, the first video I found on there from a few years back, I see quite a few skaters in the building I know. Shout out to DJ CJ. Uh, shout out to J Biz, man. Shout out to all y'all that was in there. We got to go into that track, and then after that, we're going to play that jet lag. Oh, yeah. Make me 
outside, I got the keys to the ride. Trying to get these hoes home, so we bout to slide. Drunk on the henny, gone on the goose. And I don't want no love, ain't nothing new. Couple thousand in the ashtray. Good dick, put a bitch in a bad place. Fuck her twice and fall back like a fadeaway. She want that hard dick, I told her I paved the way she played today. Shot it where your nigga at. You like women fucking where your bitch at. Break a nigga off like a Kit Kat. Tell them pussy niggas they can get back. Shot it where your nigga at. You like women fucking where your bitch at. Break a nigga off like a Kit Kat. Tell them pussy niggas they can get back. Ride, roll, stride, I'm flowing. Ride, roll, stride, I'm flowing. Ride, roll, stride, I'm flowing. Ball like a motherfucker, you already know it. Niggas talk too much. 10K for a walkthrough ain't enough. One chain on, two gold watches. You know they tricking if you ballin' like a globe trotter. Niggas dissing from the sidelines. You ain't even in the game, worry about mines. My smartphone pass on the stupid hole. Nigga, tell me what they do it for. Yeah, red bottoms and a new purse. Say she wants a D, but the truth hurts. You really want the facts, take her all to church. I would've fucked your friend if I met her first. Red bottoms and a new purse. Say she wants a D, but the truth hurts. You really want the facts? Take her all to church. I'm about to kill a pussy, put it in a hurt. Ride, roll, stride, I'm flowing. Ride, roll, stride, I'm flowing. Ride, roll, stride, I'm flowing. Ball like a motherfucker, y'all already know it. Ride, roll, stride, I'm flowing. Ride, roll, stride, I'm flowing. Ride, roll, stride, I'm flowing. Ball like a motherfucker, y'all already know it. We stride, they roll, they roll. Ball like a motherfucker, you already know it. 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 like a motherfucker, you already know it. Ride, roll, stride, I'm flowing. Ride, roll, stride, I'm flowing. Ride, roll, stride, I'm flowing. Ball like a motherfucker, you already know it. Every day's a 
different time zone. I be thinking where the money at. I wake up the head, I count on my bread, then roll up my gas and I dip. I hit up the plug to get the connect and ask them how much for a zip. Hey, y'all got a show, we up in that VIP, you know when that big gon' be lit. I might show for the rolls, a valet of Porsche, but shit, I might jump in the lift. All right, my brother. I'm in the 513 now, bro. I'm in a week, bro. My bad, bro. I knew y'all couldn't hear me talking. Could y'all hear the music though? I'm so happy to be on this gentleman. It's a lifestyle, my baby. Look how these seats and I'm going back at the sound of my voice. I've never been so well taken care of. Look how my best and I'm with these watches and these diamonds that you kept me. I love you, baby. Nah, yeah, nah. It was my streamer because I had to say love my music too. Yeah, that's that's one of my left on joints, man. It's a few people that really that's my shit. <laughs> that joint. That's because I fuck with that type of vibe in music. I yeah, fuck with that type of vibe in music, man. Look, y'all, we back, y'all. Episode seventy-eight, ethnic issue more, man. It's your boy Nico the Great. I got my dog Past Master in the building. Yes, sir. It's only a few people understand what that title means. That name. It's a name to y'all. Yeah. But it's something more. We y'all y'all done been through a couple episodes of that. We ain't gonna get go there tonight. Y'all, we could if we wanted to, but we ain't gonna do that tonight. But look, <laughs> so I got a couple random topics I always like to pick. Yes, sir. Just to kind of shoot the shit about, see see where everybody mind and thought process is. So I've been all on Facebook. You know, when something happened, especially in the black community, yeah, and you got black people on Facebook, them niggas wear it out. Them opinion they wear folks. it out. And everybody been having their opinion based on Simone Bile. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know if you're aware of the situation with her kind of dropping out of what's going on. They ain't been scoring her fairly. They said she too good at what she do. So they can't score her fairly because she can do shit that can't nobody else do. What? So because of that, she can't. they ain't giving her like tens and shit when they should. Because she better than everybody else. And she's still beating them, but... And then she feel like it's, it's been a lot going on, weight bearing on her. So she dropped out of the Olympics of competing. She ain't want to. I ain't mad at her. I ain't either, to be honest. Because I, and I see and I see people, everybody's side, because you always got to be like, okay, I get what you're saying. Even though I don't agree with it, I get what you're saying. But one, that's her business. I, I I'm... Hmm. As a as a as a former athlete, as a as a former coach, shout out to her for take for thinking of herself first. Facts. I you know a lot of people talk about team and she quit on her team and all that. She the only reason you there. She the only reason you there. Facts. Let's just be real. And 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 we've seen what what happens when you a superstar and you carrying folks. You know what I'm saying? Look at how much hate LeBron get. Look how much hate Michael Jordan got during his time. When you the guy, look how much hate Kobe got. Facts. When you when you the GOAT, when you are the greatest at your sport and your team can't do nothing but support you, it's funny how this how, how people in this country will be like, Oh, she's supposed to win it for us. But is she is she? Like, do you really care about her outside of that? Or do you just care about the fact that you winning and you get something to brag on? I didn't know them niggas didn't get paid. So they, so they don't get paid. They are, they are the epitome of uh, amateurs. So they they cannot get uh, paid from the Olympics. What they can get is endorsements. They get endorsements. I heard you get. They, you may get some money if you win a medal. Yeah. But the fact that I thought the niggas got paid to go. No, a lot of a lot of these they athletes. Be a yeah, a lot of these athletes are working their butts off in a sport just to be the best. But they don't really get any uh, payback for it. They get the they get the the medals. They get uh, you know they get the love. But America is a place where you know we love you when you winning. But when you ain't winning for us, bro. And, and it's not, it. I you know I'm, I'm a Twitter person. I be on Twitter all the time. And I, I this guy was on there. And he, he it's kind of hard. I, I don't when somebody coming for Simone Biles. Uh, 
uh, uh, what's my girl Naomi Osaka? Is that her name? My, the tennis girl. The tennis girl. I can't think of her name right now. But when you when you come for them, I I, I have to judge what you say, and, and make sure there's no racial undertone to it. You know what I'm saying? Because black black folks then won plenty of medals for the United mm-hmm. States all the way back. Mm-hmm. Jesse Owens, Muhammad Ali. You win for this country. Mm-hmm. But then they treat you like crap when you come home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's the same way they treat the soldiers. Though. Exactly. You fight for this country, they treat you they like treat crap you when like you come shit. home. They be on drugs, they don't give a damn. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Go to the VA on go to the VA on uh Grand. Mm-hmm. And see how they how they do a lot mm-hmm. of black soldiers. You know what I'm saying? And so unfortunately in this country, man, I hope that Simone is okay mentally because we have to start taking mental health serious. Because mm-hmm. we got we got generational trauma. Yeah. In in black America. And a lot of people are afraid to ask for help. But you know, I feel like shit. Even as even as black men, just black people in general, like even though we probably had great childhoods, look at it, man. For real, for real, a lot of our parents had terrible parenting tact uh, 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 practices. To be honest with you, a lot of people did. Like me growing up, my mom, I looked at it like you know everything was cool, but shit. I mean. It's just that is important though. Mental health is definitely important, and you got to take it serious. And you want to check on people like that because she could have lived up her whole life for that moment and realized I got here and it's some bullshit. I, and that's ex- essentially what it what it came down. It's like how dare you tell somebody go here and be the best, but because you beyond the fucking best, mm-hmm. we can't treat you fairly. I literally. I saw, I, I saw a guy that I used to teach with, and he was like, yeah, she quit on him, and this and another. I said, how would you like it if you you turned in your, your a paper in college, and the mm-hmm. professor said, since your last paper was an A, I'm going to grade this one harder. Yeah. Then, then, then Johnny over there, who normally turned in B and C work, well, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to grade them the way I normally grade, but, but since you an A student, I'm going to grade you a little harder. I'm going to give you a B. You'll be pissed. Every parent in the world would be hot if something like that happened. Right. It's not. It's not fair to her, and it, it it's unfortunate that they didn't change the game. If if we really want to go back, they didn't change the game when Mary Lou Redden did it in in 1986. Mm-hmm. If we want to stick in stick to gymnastics, but whenever you get someone who looks like us, and they get up there and they get to the top, the way they did Dominic Dawes. The way they did Gabby Douglas, they they trying to do Simone the same way, and it's it. I, I really wish black athletes had a way to to strive in a system that that is not necessarily being happy, you know, promoting them and, and being happy for them. As soon as they get up there, we got to figure out a way to turn them down. Hell, even Michael Phelps said the stress of being all the weight on their shoulders. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot on a 24 year old. Facts. Back, bring it. I'm glad you brought up Michael Phelps. I remember he been his name been coming up a lot just because based off of what happened with Shakari yeah. and what he did. And I've been telling people I was arguing on his behalf a lot because I hated people bringing up the comparison of him getting jammed up. I'm like, one, that motherfucker went through hell, hell, when he got jammed up for smoking that weed. Yeah. Like he went through a whole lot. It wasn't just no pat on the back. This nigga was smoking weed. That ain't shit. No. That motherfucker lost millions of dollars in endorsements, yep. and he got suspended for longer than what she would have got suspended. Mm-hmm. His only upside to it, what did blow it up as much, is the fact that they wasn't in the Olympics. Like, he right. wasn't about to go to the Olympics. Right. He was far removed from that shit. It, it, it looked up that when he did it, when his suspension was over, he still could participate in the next event. You know what I'm saying? That was coming up. And, and we just we put too much on people, man. Yeah, the 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 stress of being, I I when I look at LeBron, LeBron can't do nothing without being on TV. Like my yeah. man can't even go to see his son play basketball without somebody saying, "Hey, LeBron, LeBron, this at the basketball he game." He got to be the most scrutinized basketball player ever. ever. I remember I saw a video of him, uh, him and his wife. I think he was just drinking a beer, and they had him on the big screen. He had put it away real quick. I'm like. 
He's a fucking grown ass man. Like, it, you know what I mean? It's funny you say that because the the quarter I th- I want to say Joe Burrow from the Bengals when mm-hmm. they showed him on the big screen, my man took a beer, popped it, and took it to the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's a, it's a different. Yeah. It's a different level it, of uh, it's a different I, level of freedom you may have. They wait for black people to fuck up for sure. You on you only get you can be black and you, you know how like, you scan you be in the line for thirty seconds like this some bullshit. You only get like, one fuck up one time. Oh, Ray Rice. No, they ain't. His was significant, but Ray Rice fucked up that what he did, and I ain't heard about but, that but nigga it, ever. But seen. I don't know. It, it's crazy because hell, Ray Lewis. Killed him, motherfucker. Ray Lewis killed him. Motherfucker. This man's in uh, the Hall of Fame. Oh, damn. He sure did. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it, it really depends on what you did, who you did, did it to. Was he wrong or did he get away with it? I can't even remember. I, well, not, I think it came out as sale self defense. I think, I think they it ended up being like a lesser charge or something, you know, or it, it was he some. Got away with it. Yeah, he, got, he basically got away with it. You know what I'm saying? And, and in this day and age, you know, when you look, when, when you have a, a notoriety and you're a black man or a black woman and you got notoriety, that one, that one F up can mess up your whole career and your whole family. You know what I'm saying? When I look at, when I look at Bill, when I look at Bill, you know what I'm saying? We, we got, they, everybody got mad at Bill. We got, everybody wants to distance themselves from Bill. That's fine. But look how many people you hurt during that. Doing that, Felicia Rashad still had. You, she should still be able to get some checks. She, you know, Keisha Keisha Knight Pulliam should still be able to get some checks. We cut. We like. Oh well, we can't watch his show no more. Wait That's a minute. All that, money. that y'all still watching Harvey Weinstein movies? Y'all still watching Woody Allen movies? And then he ended up getting uh getting let out. Like, well, we ain't gonna talk about the technicality. <laughs> That's that, was, technicality. But that was they ill. They shouldn't. He wasn't supposed to go there, but he, he wasn't supposed to get charged. He, he wasn't supposed to get charged anyway. And, and yeah. you know that that's a whole another whole another conversation. I, but I heard right before that shit happened, he was about to buy uh, NBC or one of them. He was about to buy the whole station. You know, and, and we we talk even with that that power of trying to buy NBC. Yeah. You got to look at the amount of power that comes with buying a whole network. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? A, a national network. Could you imagine? Look at look at the power right now. If you are owner of Disney, think about think about what Disney has. Disney, Not only Disney has them, Disney has ESPN, ABC. Mm-hmm. It got the network, and every they went and got Marvel. And Star Wars. Do you mind? Could you, man? I just want whoever it is that's making the decision over it, over there. You, you a cold, you a cold, cold SOB. That's real. So look, the next topic. I don't know if you get to watch TV. I've just, I've just started watching TV. For I hate watching TV. My attention span don't allow me to sit. The only thing I can sit and do long is edit videos. Other than that, my attention span don't work that long for sure. But. I got in the, you know, I've been following Power since it's been out. And they should have, I really feel like they should have just brought Ghost 2 back. But well, first, it's coming back next year. It should be. Yeah. But I don't know if you watch it, but Raising Canaan, mm-hmm. that just kicked off first two episodes. Have you have you seen the episode? Uh, is that for the, the new season? Yeah, it's all about 50. Hip Canaan. Nah, I never, I haven't watched it. See, I started watching the first Power, but you know, I like, Motherfuckers was on Facebook. They talking about it, so I know what's going on, but I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like you know, after a while, based off of the post, I know the show. So I didn't even. I tried to watch the first season, but I just couldn't get into it because I heard so much. It's just like I ain't, I couldn't watch it. So I did get what's the what's the second one? Uh, Power Book. The yeah, Ghost. Power Book Ghost. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I've been keeping up with that one. So that one, they did one season. They they working on the next one. Yeah. The next one, it just came out. It's only two episodes out right now. It's called Raising Canaan, mm-hmm. and it's going over his life as a kid, where his mama selling drugs, all mm-hmm. that shit. I'm pretty sure it's going. I don't know. Is it going? You think it's going to be telling like Fifty Cent Life? I, I I think 
I think that because his mama did sell drugs. I think so. What we watching is a really you know close version of Get Rich or Die Trying. That's what we really watching. Yeah. But I think what's dope about it is that it it immediately went into building relationships. So watching, seeing how you know jukebox is already in there. Mm-hmm. Like when 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 I was watching Power and jukebox is on there, I'm like, you know, you don't really you don't really pay attention to how close I didn't they are. That was his cousin. Right. So knowing how that story ends, I'm like, man. So seeing this kind of grow and see where when does Tommy and Ghost come into this picture. Yeah, that's what I've been waiting. That's what on. I I want to see. I've been waiting on it because I gotta the, come. the way they made it seem like they, they went to like went to school together. I think I think they probably knew because he had what he yeah he like in middle school or, or early high yeah I think he in middle I think school he had like eighth grade type shit. That's the vibe I get at fourteen. Yeah, so I feel like they leave their high school. They got yeah, I, I I'm actually because I didn't I didn't want to give book two a chance at first. And I end up kind of <coughs> no, binge Tari- watching. Won me back over. Yeah, I, I with him over by there. the end of the show, I was like, I like it. I, I, I think him. We all thought Ghost wasn't dead, and not and not realizing what they was gonna do was just make Tariq Ghost. You know what I'm saying? Make him the new Ghost, and I actually rock with that. I knew that was coming. You know, you I, can I see I, that was coming. And this this one is dope. I, I really I really rock with Raising Kane. Plus, it give you the old school feel. Like the show is set in like 1991. Hell, in 1991 I was nine. Shit, so I was two. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> I was I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the same. I'm like right there with dude. Like, I remember wearing these big ass bubble coats, Man. the jackets. I remember that stuff. So yeah. even the music they play, I'm like, I, I I can rock with it. So it's definitely. I think it's gonna be a good. I think it's gonna be a good show. I think Fifty got, you know, no matter what Fifty do, I think this one, this power is. Definitely gonna be, you know, gold. Like he can, I, he can ride I, this mug. The spinoff from, I didn't know that was a part of that. Like I heard people talking about it, but I ain't know it was that though. Yeah, that, that's that's why that that's why because he said he says it goes. You know how my story ends. So let me tell you how it begins. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of that, that's dope. Ain't narrating too much for me. Yeah, like he been talking hell. But you Who know what though? That's why because he talked like fifty. Like when you listen, because you hear, that, he should have had somebody else narrate that shit. Mm, I hope it should have been his voice. I, I think it should have been because it would have been it would have been well, different if I guess that was his voice. Yeah, so it was like he, that was that he played Kanan pretty much like himself. I think they should have went in the time. I'm so excited. I'm, that's what I'm waiting on. Oh, Tommy, that, I think that's going to start next year, ain't it? You never know. I think it's supposed to come out early next year. I hope Tommy. Ah, you know what? Tommy stuff only gonna be fire if they make sure they bring in two bit and all them and, and, and see how that dynamic goes with after everything they've been through. You know what I'm saying? If Tommy just go to a whole new city and it's Tommy, I'm like, eh. No, I think you think it's gonna start at the later years of Tommy or beginning. No, I think it's gonna go Tommy because I think from what I heard, it's supposed to be Tommy setting up shop in Chicago. You know, because he. I know the original plan was him supposed to go to LA because he's from Chicago in real life. But I think that I think that's supposed to be him just basically setting up shop and taking over Chicago. I can see that. That'll be fine. I can see that. So, oh, man. goddamn, Rona been moving strong once again. <laughs> Is y'all ready for another potential lockdown? I'm not because football season coming up. I'm gonna be pissed. I ain't already, bought, I ain't already bought my tickets and stuff for games, Ooh, and, and you know last year. Yeah. Who y'all squad? Who y'all? Who y'all? Who I ain't no big football nigga, so I'm always going Chicago Bears to the day. So I'm, a, I'm a college football fan. I don't even watch pro, uh, so I'm all college all day long. Yeah, I don't watch none of this. You know, but the, I didn't already bought tickets. You know, for 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 college football games coming up, and if they they if they mess around and be like, hey man, we ain't gonna play with no fans. Like I'm gonna smack the next person I see with no the mask. Most drunk shit I ever. I mean, I think that shit was free though. But to be one of the like holograms out there, I'm like, because if you pay for that, you stupid. Facts. Yeah. The the chances of you being seen on TV as a hologram or whatever it was was slim to none. My cousin did that. He he. Well, my so my cousin he, my cousin live in Vegas, right? Okay. He live in Vegas, but but he from you know his whole family here. So he a blues fan, and he went and did the he That's went and funny. did the little cardboard cutout, and I was just like. I couldn't do it. I, I, 
But I, I think some of them was free. You just had to sign up to be the first people to sign yeah, up. Yeah, I, I, I'm not paying to have my little cardboard cut out in, in, in nobody's stadium. No, I feel it's that. that shit, no, if there's money involved, you kiss my ass. Uh, <laughs> but I really, I really hope. Kiss my ass. I really hope people, you know, I, I, hell, I was at, I was at the Maristar today, and, and you know, I, I really, I look at people and I be like, all right, you know, I'm vaccinated. I, I don't have no problem saying that. I, I'm vaccinated. I'm gonna go get and when I, when I, when I see people and be like, all right, wearing your mask, wash your hands, all that stuff. I came out the bathroom and I saw this dude. He didn't wash his hands, and I literally like, up, oh, time for me to go. I packed up my I packed up my poker chips like they like you is is this you up next? Nope, I'm good. Time to go. Yeah, because them now, chips gonna share. Yeah, I see that. I'm like I go to the bathroom. Yeah, see, that's just common normal sense. Man, so crazy. These motherfuckers don't wash their hands after the bathroom. That shit trifling, bro. That's bruh. trifling, bro. I'll be like, bro, you mad of a rush? You, I'm motherfucker going there straight boo boo. But we're not gonna watch that goddamn. I'm like, bro, you was able to sit down for 10, 15 minutes and shit. But you only got a minute. They really said 20 seconds, nigga. You ain't got 20 seconds to put your hand in some soap and water. And he had an Apple Watch on, so I know he I know he had got the little alert that was like, hey, wash your hands for this amount of seconds. You ain't, I ain't got that. Oh, you ain't, you ain't get that? No, I got, yeah. one, I got a phone. Yeah, when, when you get to washing your hands, that little timer go off. I didn't know that. I oh, don't yeah. That set on mine. That's some uppity <laughs> shit. I gotta get that put on mine. I, I count this like old school Mississippi one Mississippi. Give me a good washing that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I before we get to this next topic, I uh we got a lot of brothers listening. In. Hey, uh, Isel's world man. Hey, where you hail from? Oh, uh, Elijah, uh, Elijah one hundred six, Cincinnati, Ohio. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, I, I just had to do that, you know, because I, I know I know you a proud upright yeah. brother, you know, what I'm and I'm. I'm saying you're deacon in my life. No, just to ask you, yeah, I'm junior deacon. Okay, he's past master for a reason. I would have been, um, I would have been sitting in the junior warden seat this year, but due to COVID, I had to sit in the senior deacon seat again. Hey, understandable, man. You know, I I didn't pass that chair, man, and I'm actually, uh, I'm a a grand lodge appointed officer. I am the grand senior steward. For the most okay. Prince, Hall, Prince Hall Grand Lodge, and I actually got another title coming out uh, real soon. I, ain't, I don't want to say nothing, but I know some. I've already been told what what I got coming. But hey, man, stay on your square, stay on that journey, enjoy. Hey, that's I sat a senior deacon on my lodge for five years. It's okay to me. That's the best seat in the house because if you really doing what what it say you're supposed to do, and you conducting candidates, you out there teaching new guys masonry, that's probably one of the best feelings in the world. Yeah, it is. It's pretty dope, man. But you know, some people like just because of COVID, we ain't we, we here in Ohio. We ain't allowed to meet you at all. Like wow. we can't. Also, you, you can't really get the full experience. You know what I mean? So they waiting until we officially allowed to have move uh, meetings again. But shit, they talking about another shutdown. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, we've been having lot. Yeah, we've been having meetings. Had meetings after a while. Yeah, like we had meetings. Uh, where we wear our mask and everything like that, uh, we were able to get in a grand session uh, before they kind of re- brought the mask mandate back. Uh, yeah, they got degree. The, the, our district do a degree. Yeah. So our, we don't got no candidates right now, but they got their shit. They finna. No, nah, they they're they not doing they're not doing a fall degree. But I'm talking about they should be doing their third soon. No, nah, they, they did it. The, they, they did it the night before grand session. Okay. Yeah. So they had that. We raised nine guys. Uh, Right before grand session, shout out to the Will Ferguson class uh, for district number one. Yeah, they, they had nine. We ain't gonna t- hey, nine in the pandemic. Nothing. Yeah, the one before that was even bigger than that. We had six in our last class during yeah. the pandemic. But you know what though, it, masonry has to do a better job of marketing itself to younger brothers. And, and true, you know, and that's one thing I know we've been talking about across the country. Masonry, especially to black men, uh, to black men, we have a fi- we have to find a different way of marketing our organization to young black men and, and showing them the necessity, the need, as well as uh, the love that we have for the craft. You know, a, a lot of times, even as y'all see in my with my Greek letters that I got on today, if I don't show you why this organization is for you, I can't just expect you to want to join it. 
You know what I'm saying? So that that's what we got to do, and we got to alter that and change that that mindset of you know. I think me personally, to all the brothers that's listening out there, I think to be one, ask one is dead. I think we have to go out and actually promote ourselves to to the community to show them why they should want to be one. And it, and I and I agree. And it ain't even like a promotion, as in, oh, like we holding an invitation or nothing. It's just like you got to get out there and show what Masons do because most people go based off of what they heard from other people and what they getting off the internet. And I be in these Facebook groups, I always see a lot of times we're like, oh, we ain't no community service organization. I'm like, I get that. But that don't mean you don't need to get out in your community and do some work to show the youth. Because if we don't get younger people, gonna this shit going to die out. I, as a, as uh, so when soon as COVID hit, here I got to hear it was the it was all the Freemasons. It's their fault. I'm like, it's all their fault. I'm I like, get, what I the get fuck? so tired of defending Masonry against people. I just be like, you right. But you know what though? I've taken advantage for the last you know twelve years of being able to teach. When I when I, when when I got raised, I remember my students was like, oh, that's the stuff in the DVDs. You're the Illuminati, and I I took the time then. Every year, I would I would spend a day where I talk about Prince Hall and I start talking about the history of Black Freemasonry and the Black art organizations as a whole to to explain that these three letters and two colors and, and this ring I wear what it really means and what it represents. So that way they can understand. You know, the Greek fraternities have it easy. They step stroll. Everybody love that. You know, but for for Masonry, we have to find a way to market the organization to where people can see. But I feel like masonry has always been secretive, like, like, and like even um, like out with people wearing emblems and necklaces and stuff. Like, starting to see it more now than it probably was years ago. For most people, probably like I have my place. I got an actual Prince Hall Mason plates, stuff like that. But a lot of people come up to me and ask me about masonry and stuff like that. And if I don't really know this person personally, I probably ain't going to just be like, yeah, you can, you know what I mean? But if I'm around you enough and you come around, you know, you can build a relationship and say, yeah, that's a cool dude right here. You know what I mean? But like you say, it's getting out and more as young Masons, to be honest, you really need to get, not saying that the older ones ain't, you know what I mean? But the younger crowd is what really need to be appealing to, you know what I mean? To these other young people, because a lot of them need guidance, man. Like being a, becoming a Mason was the best thing I could have done for my life, for real. No, I, I concur, because I mean, people that don't listen know he was a worship master, sitting worship master when I came in. So, as well as the head of our school of instruction. So, mm-hmm. I was with him two nights, three nights out the week learning and all of this for, for months and to the mm-hmm. point where once I got raised, I was brought in to be a part of the teacher staff. So mm-hmm. now I teach it to all our incoming people just yeah. based off of that. And it's just like, since I've been in, it's been, we didn't have four classes. The youngest person was Ricky. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Ricky was the youngest person. So he 29. Yeah. He, at that time, he was 20. I was 29 when I came in. Mm-hmm. But, when my whole class came through, it was hella more older dudes yeah. than it was still some young dudes. But it's now when I start to go to district class, you'll see you'll see a lot more younger ones. But it's just like it's because they know their granddaddy was in it, their uncle was yeah. in it. It ain't because oh well, damn, I was just on a, I was just outside on the block, you know. I'm yeah. just seeing these brothers come because oh shit, we be y'all, we be in Walnut Park out here, yeah, all the time. And that's I good. think it's that we got. Uh, the only one we got that's older is uh, it's only one guy. Everybody else is at least they probably I'm gonna say thirty four and under. So we got a great number. Like our youngest is Nick. Yeah. I think Nick, the youngest, at like twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah. Our oldest mm-hmm. is, is past Master Marcus Moore, and he in the eighties. <laughs> But he but look, but he's also our what, secretary. Yeah, he been yeah. every meeting. Gold card, gold card member, and, and he you talking about the foundation of the lodge. A brother who no meetings, man. Like when when we was having meetings, I didn't miss no meetings at all. Like because I, I, I tell people all the time, I when when you becoming a mason, or and you join the organization and you you memorizing what we need you to memorize. That's cool. I'm the type of brother I want to know what you. I only ask you questions based on. 
if you go to meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in our in our circle of maybe charging people up. Mm-hmm. Only I my my charges come from if you go to meetings because as I <laughs> as I said I've passed the chair so I've been to plenty of meetings over the years, and what masonry teaches you is things in that meeting that are more crucial to your day-to-day life that are given in that meeting. Yeah. You know, when, when you when that worship master get that charge at the end of the meeting, telling you what, what to prepare for, when you step outside these walls, that's a daily reminder of how you should live your life. Yeah. And that, and that is, that that's the beauty in, in Masonry. I, I tell people, the one difference I have from you, I, I, I know you said, you know, if somebody come up and ask you about masonry, you, if you don't really know them, you don't really share a lot yeah. of stuff. I take that opportunity to, to to actually say, hey, you know what? Let me tell you about masonry. No, this isn't an invitation to my lodge. But yeah. I, I spend that. I, I take the time to say, hey, this is what the organization is. Because I, what I, I want to do is kill that ignorance that you that that person may have. Kill that mm-hmm. in the where it might not be their time right then, but mm-hmm. eventually they know. All right, this is what I got from. You're like, well, what do you know about it? It'll be always what I read on the internet. or And I said, first of all, you got to understand that the shit you see on the internet, I ain't going to lie to you, depending on what it is, 90% of it is bullshit. Yeah. Now, especially, there are other lodges that have different agendas for different things. Like, you know, but I, I can speak for me and mine and what I know we stand for. We ain't with none of that, that stuff. You know what I mean? So, I, I, I try to educate these people as much as I can. With, within the means of what they knowledge is allowed to know, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I I I I try to get people to understand like it's not what you think it is. And I tell them like if you know me, you know I'm not about to be tied into no bullshit if you really know me. I'm glad you said that because that's my main sense. When I when I kinda of brought it up to homeboys I know where I felt like I can see this being good for you. Yeah. Where they be like, ah bro, that's that and I'll be like, bro, I get what you're saying. You fuck with me, right? You know me like we've known each other for years. Yeah. You know the type of person I am. Do you really, honestly? And that's that's the conversation. Not, yeah. not that I ever had that thought before I joined because I had thought about it since Lincoln. But when me and Kobe, when Kobe brought it to me, when he I moved out here, he's like, bro, look, you got to do it right now. And me knowing who Kobe is, I knew as my best friend, he wouldn't put me in exactly. harm's way to exactly. do nothing that was again because he one of the most protected people of me. So he not gonna put me in a situation where I'm gonna question myself. And I'll be telling people, I'm like, bro, had I went through my first degree and had that when that light got brought to my eyes and I saw some shit that I felt was out of the ordinary, yeah. I would have got the fuck up and left. Exactly. <laughs> I would have got the fuck up and left yep. right out. And yeah. I would have never but I would have never talked about it. That would have yeah. just been one of them things like, bro, I don't know what y'all believe. I know what I saw. It just is what it is. Right. Yeah, this ain't for me. That's all it, it is. It just ain't exactly. for me. And that's what exactly. I told people. And, that, that, like with, it, and it doesn't matter what, what organization I'm talking about. I've, I've seen people pledge. They they start pledging and then they be like, yeah, this ain't for me. Hey, brother, I ain't mad at you. This mm-hmm. is not for everybody. It's not. But if you going to do it, I need you all in. All and this is a lifetime endeavor. This ain't no short term. Or I just need it because I think I'm gonna get out of a ticket. No, this is a lifetime endeavor. That shit don't work, y'all. Trust me. I didn't got oh, tickets bro. with that emblem on the back of I my been, car. I done got locked up over there. You know, they they pulled me over there. Like, hey, you got a warrant? Oh, it's shit. been a couple of times that it didn't save me for real. To be honest, it like, can work. It can it, work. It's it a, can with work. the right person. Hey, it's been a couple of times it didn't got me out of some trouble for real, no, and it's been. Motherfucker still don't give a fuck too, but you know it's it it be what it is like. But that ain't even why I got involved with it anyway. You know, it is what it is. But you know, you do start to meet people in certain places and high places that'll be looking out for you, and you don't even know they looking out for you. You know what I mean? So it's it's like I say, I just I I I stay humble and I network with people and I and I and I be the, the same person I've been, just a good person. Exactly. I tell people this was the be- best decision I ever made and my network, network skyrocketed. Like, I mean, as, as, I, I'm an educator. I literally got got a job because of being a Mason. You know, and I, I tell people all the time, it's 
if I if I know if somebody come to me and say, hey, you got somebody that that's looking for a job, and I know a brother's looking for a job, I already know. He didn't been through a school of instruction. He didn't been through these degrees. He probably going because if he if he get good in my circle, that means I know this brother going to meetings, etc. That means I can vouch for him mm-hmm. at your gig and say, hey, this is a good worker right here because he's already shown me that he can do the work. Yeah. You know, so I, 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 I really hope people can uh, start looking at Basery in a positive light, you know, because that's where we are, positive men. So I tell them, to sisters too. what you put in it. You got to put the work in. You got to show up to the meetings. You got to you gotta be available and learn. Like, one of the guys from my lodge just two days ago, man, like, took me golfing. Like, and he gave me clubs and everything. And then when I get in there, the guy that's working there, he he's from our lodge. He's a past master of our lodge, and he's like a a well known world world known golfer. And he like I'm gonna give you lessons for free just just because you a brother. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's oh, a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, my best. It's, it's it's all about your network for real, and just and just putting in the work. Because if I never been to meetings and never showed up, Fact. I just and my dudes. I mean, they like okay. Who the fuck is you like? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, that's big fact. You got put, and I've been putting, like, my feel like with you being in the Sand Deacon spot, when I first got raised with our district, the goal is the class that got raised is supposed to do the degree work for the first degree. Mm-hmm. For the next class, as soon as they put that out, I instantly put in the chat, let me get that Senior Deacon spot. Yeah. Because I knew I did the most talking outside of Worshipful Master mm-hmm. and really the Worshipful Master. Yeah. And I always I brag on it because I did that shit flawlessly. Yeah, he did. Like I learned that to the point where I learned everybody else spot. So mm-hmm. when I got to them, if I knew they was gonna stumble, I was able to whisper it without the, the candidates hearing it, and they was able to keep going and flowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I hate he has to not. I have it for him. Facts. He has not. I have See, it's crazy now because the our, uh, my worshipful master now started out as my senior deacon, and he he actually got me through my first degree. By the time I went to my second and third, he was uh he was uh junior warden, okay. and then he awarded. So I didn't get to you know finish my everything with him, but. The, the reason why I, I'm in the senior deacon seat now is because of the same thing. Like I, kn- I know my shit. Like, yeah. and, and I be on it. Like, and I always keep working. And I, I, I'm doing the same thing with them. Like showing them the same way. Like, you gotta know your shit, bro. Like, and the more you know, you put in the work. People see that. That's like you say. It's just you can't. What you put in the masonry is what you are gonna get out of it. Exactly. Well, I, I tell you this, man. If you ever find yourself in St. Louis, man, please come visit. Jake oh Johnson, yeah, man. You know, look, you got to come on the weekend, bro. We second or fourth weekend. That's when we have. Yeah, meetings. yeah. All right, I'm gonna make it happen. I'm sorry I couldn't come out this week. I was trying to, but shit came up. But next time we gonna actually get in. It was good that we got to really chop it up, regardless. Anyway, but I want to just have a good time. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm yeah. trying, trying to get in the shrines next. Ooh, Ooh you want to? You want to kiss? You you want a black stone? I'm trying to go to the red house next. I'm gonna so. tell you right now, that desert, I, that desert is not fun. It's not. It, it looked fun, but it ain't. And, I know uh, it. And that's I'm why you know, that rough and rugged road for you. I, I'm in. I'm in every house. I, I I'm a 32nd degree. I am a past high priest of the royal arch. I'm royal and select master. I'm a nice templar, and I'm a nasty noble of Medina Temple number 39. So. I, hell, I'm a, I'm a past patron for Order Eastern Star, so I'm in everything. But yeah. it's yeah. one of those things, man. It, it's it's so much love and knowledge that go into it. And, and as you said earlier, you get out what you put in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So when people put in and they really invest invest in themselves in their learning as well as their activities with the organization, they're gonna get out a whole bunch. So that's all you I know- have to say on that. The reason why you don't see a lot of younger people in it is because of how how available you got to be to really excel through the lodge or even grow in the lodge. You know, you can still come to meetings and stuff like that, but a lot of young people ain't even got that much time. Like, well, they got, <coughs> you, you got, it, that's the other thing. If you, if you petition a lodge and unfortunately that lodge doesn't meet on a day that's conducive to you, you can't be afraid to admit to a lodge that meets on the day you can. 
Right. Yeah. You know, I, I, I get people, they be like, oh, man, y'all meet on Saturdays. I, I can't do it. Well, I don't want to bring you in. If you can't meet on Saturdays, I don't want to. What you're not doing me a favor by me bringing you in and you not coming around. So you gotta find, and, and you also gotta be saying, hey, you know what, hey Nico, man, I'm trying to get in, but I can't meet on Saturdays. You got a large recommendation for me that I can mm-hmm. that might meet on Mondays. I'm free on Mondays. I need to go to that lodge. And now uh, let me ask y'all something else real quick. Do y'all do y'all have y'all? Own- Lodge or do y'all share lodges with other lodges? We got the Grand Lodge here, so it's hella rooms in there. Yeah. All, okay. We got two districts in St. Louis. So the first, we're in the first district, and we Jay Gaston Lodge number 18. And okay. then there's the fifth district, which I think they got four or five lodges. Yeah, that, and they meet technically in St. Louis County. Now, they meet in different places. Like, I know one lodge meets in a, uh, a library. at the Legacy Bar. Uh, nah. Nah. Not, not, not that one. But it's... Uh, is it's um you got one lodge meet at the old Elks Lodge, you know. It so it's different, you know, with but here, but in the first district we have we a grand the, lodge. We here. Have a big building. So we we are we have eighteen lodges that meet in that building. Damn. Yeah, it's, it's eighteen lodges in the first district. So when when people tell me oh, I can't find a lodge based on my schedule, Sheet. it's eighteen lodges. District, it's say? a it's a lodge that meet Monday through Saturday. See, we was meeting in this building that the uh, the shrines on. That's they they Sinai number fifty nine, yeah, I think. I, I definitely know about Sinai. Yeah, Sinai fifty nine, and um, it was like I I want to say a bunch of lodges we all met in there. And the good thing was that it was a bar at the bottom, so you was able to go down there, and you know libations and stuff with your fam and stuff. You know, we down there drinking and part, you know, kicking it, chopping it up. That was cool, like to be able to, you know. Bump elbows with other Masons and Eastern Stars because that's all Shrine or whoever coming in there. But now we moved into this building that we by ourselves, which is cool. But our grandmaster at the time, his name was Kelvin. Um, he didn't want to do that. He wanted us to stay over there because he felt like we need to be bumping shoulders with you know these other Masons and stuff. So I always wondered like if a lot of lodges share buildings and stuff like that. I wanted to. I thought it would it would have been a dope thing, you know what I mean, to share lodges. A lot of time, a lot of time, there's a struggle within the houses of control of venues, etc. You know, we had our shrine temple here is separate, you know, in terms of the building, um, but I think they're actually getting ready to combine that and start meeting at the same place. Uh, okay, you know, it's one of those things. Masonry has so many levels, and you get people who are trying to control everything so that's how they go but shout out to Sinai also you in Ohio Ohio birth Missouri Facts. so shout out to your Grand Lodge that's the mother of our Grand Lodge here so shout out to Ohio birth the first three didn't it yeah, first three, yeah. yeah. Prince, was it Prince, Prince Hall, Hall number, one, one, number one Lone Star number two, number two and H. McGee Alexander number three damn see I just learned something yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to learn that but but look, man, because we done already went over a little on our time. Hell, a lot of it, for real. On our time, we've been, we been here all goddamn night. Y'all yeah, been there to lock the building up and tell me the goddamn code. <laughs> I get to talking. But, brother, I appreciate you yes, for kicking and winning us this long. Once again, let them know your social media handles, where they can find your music and everything like that. Yeah, I go by Zell's World. You can find me on anywhere at It Zell's World, I-T-S-Z-L-L-S-W-O-R-L-D. Follow me. Um, the beginning of the year, hopefully we're going to have more stuff to come. I'm putting out more music, more videos, more visuals, and just getting back to the fun of it, man. So make sure y'all stay tuned for show. Big facts, man. Yes, we got it up, man. We got you in man. I appreciate you, Square, for rocking with me, man. We got to get out on the skate floor, bro. Get these JB routines cracking, man. Yeah, um, sure. We, you got down on the wood. Oh, bro. Look, I get it in. I'll get it in, so I'm ready whatever you is, man. Look, man, I appreciate you kicking with us, man. We're going to kick it out. We're going to end the video on my one, actually my other favorite song of yours, uh, uh, Make It Back. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, this is my yeah. shit. This is my shit, yeah. y'all. So, look, we on episode 78, Ethnic Issue More, Zell's World. Make sure y'all tune in next week, man, for episode 79. I got my dog. Randy Wilford and his wife and assistant, all of the main ingredient yes, company. Sir. And while we was over here 
chatting it up while my homeboy Rob here comment about the go, food. Go Rob will be here next week. Pull up with the to tacos. Brand his business and bring some food to us so we can get these edibles and eat this fire ass food. He be yes, cooking. Sir. Let's get it, man. Make it back. Zell's Make sure y'all world. like, share, subscribe. Got this thing, bro. I'll let y'all. I appreciate you, bro. All right, y'all. You know it. acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? <laughs> of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute Maid slushie is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Can you read? It's a ethnic issue more TV with your ass she ass.